Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet. And Blaze stares at Emily until she fact checks and researches everything that I think I would want her to. Yeah. I'm Rich Ballinger. I'm Emily Brostaff. Dog of the day is Blaze to for Bingo Ballinger. And Emily, how you doing today? No. Literally, I like pump myself up before we start filming. And I'm like, when are you going to sneak in? When are you going to do it? And then I forget as soon as the camera turns on. Yeah, I'm a I'm a natural in front of the camera. You are. I don't need to Mm-mm. think. No, you, it just the the amazingness just flows out of you. Yeah, but the, the lack of thinking sometimes gets me in trouble. Well, that's why we have editing. That is true. <laughs> that's why I'm terrified of live streams. Yeah, I go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm a sarcastic person. Yeah. And sometimes I say something so sarcastically uh, that it is taken as truth. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Oh, man. That, that smelled like mm. lo mein and an uncrustable pudding one, <laughs> which is exactly the last two things I've eaten. So that was great. Lo mein and an uncrustable. At, we had Chinese food the other night and we had a bunch of lo mein left. So Abby's been feeding me lo mein with uh, a, a dippy egg on top. What's a dippy egg? Okay, so I thought Abby made up that word too yeah. until Allie and Holland, our friends Allie and Holland are also from the East Coast and they're staying with us and they were talking about a dippy egg to each other and it's an over easy egg. An over easy egg. So that means when you cut into it, the yolk Yes, it's falls cooked out. on both sides, but the yolk in the center is gooey. Interesting. It's and it's called a dippy, dippy egg. egg. Okay. But you're from the same area, so I'm surprised you don't know what these are. No, but there was also things that I was asking Abby about the other day where I was like, oh, you say this, right? And she was like, no, I've never heard of that. And it's a very that area thing. So everyone is different, but it's all the same. Well, now I'm only going to refer to it as a dippy egg. Same. When we are at restaurants, I'm like, babe, what do I like? She's like, it's over easy. I'm like, that one. That one. Please order for me. I used to only do scrambled and then I used to only do sunny side up. Okay. And then Abby started making me over easy, but always called them dippy eggs. <laughs> and I never learned that they're an over easy. And I was like, fr- fried, fr- fr- medium fried, fried, fr- medium fried well. gooey, gooey in the middle, but not on the sides. It's difficult. There's a lot of different types of eggs. Well, now we know how you're doing. <laughs> Lo mein uncrustable dippy egg. It's, the uncrustable isn't part. I ate that separate. Like sure. an hour later. Right. It, you don't, don't dip your uncrustables in your lo mein egg. In your lo mein egg. I mean, that is. Do a, you call it lo mein or. Oh, what do I call it? Chow mein. I thought those are two different things. I thought so too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want some chow mein. And, the, and then Allie and I like, isn't it lo mein? And Abby's like, yeah, I've always called it lo mein. And I was like, I thought it was chow mein. I thought those were two different things. And they all looked at me and I was like, well, it's three against one. Yeah. And I'm known to be dumb, so I'm just going to take this L. I thought chow mein was like really tiny noodles and lo mein was like thick egg noodles. Then, yeah, we got lo mein then. Okay. It's it thicker. Thick. Yeah. I could be making this up, but I said it with confidence. Uh, but then so. now you're insecure about it. A little bit, yeah. So take backsies. Uh, wow. 
anyway <laughs> how you doing um good yeah i i don't have any complaints this week did you get your meds balanced out um we're gonna try i just had my appointment this morning and he was like yeah go for it okay um and so we're gonna try it we're gonna see but it, it's like a two three week adjustment period oh I don't yeah. like adjustment periods. Me neither. But I've been getting like okay sleep. I've been getting like six plus hours a night. Out. That's great. Place, Blaze is going to kick you. Blaze he said, is... you're too happy. I'm going to yeah. fix it. Right. Um, and Touch my foot. Every, I'm going to give him a little foot massage. And everything in life is going pretty okay. It's weird. I'm like waiting. I'm like, what's No, don't gonna... have that mindset. Oh, it's just better to be prepared. But also, don't exp- do the. What's the thing on TikTok that went around for a while that was um, like manifest? Yeah, we're yeah, well, I guess manifest. Uh, they're like, we are lucky girls, and great things happen to us. Uh huh. And then people were like manifesting that, but oh, people also don't realize like the mindset you're in. Did you see that thing on TikTok? It was freaking hilarious. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Um, it was, I don't look at things. Well. It was some girl and she was like, she's a manifester TikTok person that teaches you how to do that. Okay. And she was like, if you want to work on having the perfect body or like whatever, you know, body you consider perfect for yourself. She was like, speak whatever body you want into, into your, your water. water. Yeah. And then you see a girl go, big titties. Yeah. <laughs> big old boobies into her Brita filter. <laughs> pours it on herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, it's, it's mindset. If you keep saying these things out loud, you're going to be more aware of it. Yeah. And appreciate and, then, and appreciate it when things do happen. So if you're like, the world sucks and something good happens to you, you're like, oh, it just means something bad's going to happen or you're going to find the negative point of view. Yeah. But if you're in a positive mood and you're looking for the good and everything, you're going to be appreciative of the good things that happen. It's yeah. how you view things. I'm but- trying to do that. There's an app I downloaded. It's called Finch. This is not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor us, go for it, do it. Um, and it's really cool. It's like this little, it's basically like a Tamagotchi, but for therapy. And so every morning you just give me stress. Oh no, no, it's it's good. It's good. Cause they don't die. If you like forget to do your therapy. Thank God. What a terrible therapy thing that would be. (laughs) Right. And now your pet has died. You're an idiot. You failed once again. Um, yeah, it's like this little penguin and you, you click the times twice a day that you want to do it. But I wake up first thing in the morning and I get alerted and then I go on and I have to type out like, 10 things that I appreciate, three things I like about myself, two things I'm looking forward to. And each time you like do your homework correctly, like he gets like a little snack or something. I don't know. It's really freaking cute. That's a cute, that's a cute concept. I've been trying to do that because I do want to be like more positive and more appreciative of the good things. But you know, my little anxious brain is like, something's coming. Something's coming. I did have one. I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty positive realist. Okay. I say I look at things positively, but I understand the the realistic aspect of life. Um, but there was a moment I was walking with Abby. We were on a vacation or something. And I looked at her and I was like, things are too good. Right. Our lives are too good. And she was like, don't say that. <laughs> and I was like, I just, it's confusing me. Yeah. Like, I just, there is that moment when you feel like something bad's going to happen, but don't just, it's not good. Cause yeah. I never had anything bad happen after that feeling. And it's been months. Okay. You never had like a bad tummy or like. Well, yeah, but that's fine. <sighs> well, for some I'm of us. I'm talking like catastrophic. Mm, got it well your hot water did just break so it wasn't the hot water it was the electricity the, leading the to the hot water breaker i'm gonna go ahead and victim blame here because you said that months ago now your hot water is broken if that's the bad thing that's gonna happen i will freaking take it oh my god um, all right how, how are you doing besides your hot water i'm really tired i'm having a hard time not taking a nap right now um well you can not because it. you're not interesting oh, or not because i don't want to be here it's just like I, yeah. i've had two coffees already 
And a snack. And a snickety snack and my breakfast. Did you sleep well? I slept great. I slept fantastic. I went to bed at 11.45 and I fell asleep within 10 minutes. Oh. And I was out until about 7.38 this morning. Hmm. I got plenty of sleep and it was a it was a solid sleep too. Wowza. Maybe it's just because you've been doing so much fun stuff. So even though it's like fun and not like stressful, it's still like a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I didn't ever realize as I got older, I get burnt out socially a lot more and it's yeah. not, it has nothing to do with the people I'm with or whatever. I'm like, oh, I need to sit in silence with mm-hmm. my phone or just myself mm-hmm. for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be so tired before bed. Like I'll be crawling into bed at like 2.30 and I still have to TikTok for like 10 minutes because I'm like, I need this wind down time. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I've been like working up until then, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to take a nap and you go ahead and tell us about the first Great. news thing today. You and Blaze just try not to snore too loudly, okay? Well, I can't promise anything about myself. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to start with some follow-ups. So I had a few people reach out last week after reporting on, uh, remember how we talked about the nine-year-old Bobby Wilson, the little girl from Jersey that was like running around her local parks and catching. Oh yeah. Those, the flies, the lantern flies. Yeah. Um, So in case you missed it last week, New Jersey, I almost said New York, New Jersey, especially her neighborhood kind of put out like an alert saying, if you see these certain types of, they look like moths. But yeah. they're called lanternflies on the trees, like squash them, stomp the eggs, spray them, do something to kill them. Kill them. Yeah, because they're a super invasive species and they're killing all of the like uh, trees and, and shrubbery in the area. So she decided it would be fun to go out, take care of this. You know, we reported on this. This was like a good story. I was like, this is so wholesome. Yeah. There's this nine-year-old girl. She's going out. She's doing all this stuff. That's adorable. She got honored by Yale. For being yeah. like a good citizen. Well, what is the follow-up? How is this negative? Well, I had so many people DM me. I never put two and two together. I read this story a month ago, I want to say, and it just never clicked for me when I was, uh, you know, writing the show last week. But apparently last month, Bobby actually got the police called on her. What? Yeah, for doing what her city was asking her to do. What? Yeah. So a local man who knows her but didn't recognize her when he was looking out the window. His name was Gordon... Lashi. Um, he called the police and he said, There's a little black woman walking around spraying stuff on the sidewalks and trees on Elizabeth and Florence. I don't know what the heck. Oh, uh, hold on. My an electrician is here. Oh. Okay. We're back. Sorry. I had a that water heater disaster and it just got fixed. So I'm sitting uncomfortably if you're watching. Because Blaze is on me. But now, Emily, back to this little girl that doing a good deed. Who got the cops called on her because her skin happens to be that of a black person's go. Yes. Um, okay. So Gordon Lashy or Lashaw Lash, I don't know how you say it. Gordon um, was this little girl's neighbor and actually knew who she was, but again, didn't recognize her when he was looking out the window. So he called the police and he said, there's a little black woman walking, spraying stuff on the sidewalk and trees. Child. Right. It's on- a child. Yep. A literal nine-year-old child doing a good deed. Okay, thank you. Continue. <laughs> um, I don't know what the heck she's doing. Scares me, though. And then when he was asked for a description by the police, he told the dispatcher that she was a real tiny woman and that she was wearing a hood, you know. Uh, um, sometimes tiny women are... are ch- oh, the camera's not recording. <laughs> Shut up. This is so chaotic. It's okay. It's okay. If you were watching, I will draw a stip- stick figure for those that were watching so we don't have to repeat ourselves. Oh, amazing. Um, 
Yeah, so where was I going with this? Um, yeah, so Gordon. Gordon. Can suck my tiny little toe. Right? So police came out to investigate. It's not a child's toe, though. It's an adult toe. You can't tell the difference. I thought I should tell him. Thank you for clarifying. Um, so the police came out to investigate, and when they realized what was actually happening, they left. They told Gordon what was going on, and then when he came out to apologize to the little girl, he realized this is someone that he's actually spent time with and, like, apologized profusely, but her mom was not having it, which I wouldn't either. So Good. her mom did not accept the apology. The Good little don't. girl was terrified because she was out, like, you know in front of her house doing this but her mom was not out there with her yeah so police just pulled up and started asking her questions and she was freaking terrified this economy of course yeah and so when her mom came out because her mom looked out the window and saw this commotion and so her mom went running out to like protect her daughter as you should um and her daughter just started crying and was like am i in trouble and couldn't understand because she's nine exactly so stupid gordon um I don't like you. You weren't my friend. Yeah, no. So Bobby's mom, Monique, was obviously very upset by all of this. And as Monique points out, in a country perpetually plagued with police killings of unarmed black and brown children, Gordon should understand that he put our daughter in harm's way. And then she also pointed out that black children are uh, unfairly adultified, if that's a word. In this country, so yes. basically, like, when you see a child walking around, that exact same age child could be white, and no one would think anything of it, but when they're black, it's all of a sudden they're no longer innocent, they're suspicious. Do not call the cops on a black person unless you are a thousand percent sure they are doing a harmful crime. Right. Something that is immediately putting yourself or other people in danger. Correct. Like, Yeah. So um, she was saying that, uh, you know, black girls are perceived as less innocent and less worthy of protection than white children and that this bias makes black children targets of very harsh treatment by police and that she's very thankful that this ended as well as it could have. Yeah, Um, I'm I'm thankful for those police officers who were not poo-poo heads in that moment. And they're like, this is a little girl, you stupid head. Right, exactly. Yes. Handle the situation correctly. Um, so obviously because of all of this, Bobby, that's how stories, that's how stories, that's how Bobby's story got so big in the first place. So after she got the police called on her, CNN picked up the entire story. Um, and then that's when Yale got wind of it and decided to honor her to try and encourage her not to give up on, you know, her good fight. Got it, 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 got it. But yeah, I had no idea because I had read a story like, cause it popped up on, you know, my feed on Instagram about, you know, there's this little girl going around trying to do good in her neighborhood and got the police called on her. And I read that a month ago. Oh, yeah. And I did not make the connection. Got it. This is the same one we reported on last week. Mm. So much bigger story than I had realized. Thank you to everyone who brought that to my attention. I would have never known otherwise. I wouldn't have either because I didn't know either story. But now I do. (laughs) And they're one story. There you go. Um, Okay. So another follow up. Last week we talked Did about. Did you not do your facts figures and fundamental rights last week? Um. Well, Good News Network, I guess, decided it was not good news to include the backstory with this because when I got the good news story of Seems Bobby last like, week, mm, white people want to feel good about themselves. News. Y- yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they didn't. They didn't have any link in their article to like the backstory. Basically, I just saw this. This this page about how oh look this little girl got honored by Yale and it was so cute but they didn't mention anything about you know the unjust dude facts figures and fundamental rights let's get on that yeah all right sometimes we need you guys to help us with that oh yeah I'm not mad at you by the way oh I know okay thank you for clarifying Uh (laughs) though um so another follow-up from last week we talked about MGK and Megan Fox 
and how it was rumored that they broke up. Uh, trial, um, tribu- tribulation. Trial, fi- trial? Trials and tribulations? Tri- yeah, but I wanted one more thing in there. Trials Trial, and tribulations. tribulations. Trials, turbulence, and tribulations. What does tribulations mean? Oh, I have no idea. That is a word I have said and do not know the definition or even the context of how to figure that out. Will we look it up? Not a chance. Yeah. Continue. Um, So we had talked about how MGK and Megan Fox were rumored to break up because she deleted all the photos of him, posted some cryptic words. Took off her thorny ring. Took off her thorny ring and then eventually deactivated her Instagram altogether. Literally the day we posted, more stuff came out. Naturally. It happens with us sometimes. I always feel like that's how it is. We literally record and post within 24 hours. Right. And it happens. Yes. Um, So all of this, uh, you know, when all of this drama was initially happening, people were assuming that MGK had cheated on Megan. And at the beginning of the week. Dirty, dirty slime. Uh, allegedly allegedly um at the beginning of the week page six actually reported that according to again a source that's all they say a source megan found dms and text messages on mgk's phone that led her to believe that he had been having an affair well this rumor was big enough and circulating wide enough that megan decided to undelete reactivate her instagram and go on there and make a statement and she said there's been no third party interference in this relationship of any kind that includes but is not limited to actual humans dms ai bots or succubus demons i don't even know if that's a bad word that i'm gonna have to bleep succubus what in the i don't even have a joke to make now what i'll look it up later um like what a i think she was trying to be funny Oh, I didn't take it as that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she was totally. I thought you were just very confused about the word like I was. No, I was confused as to like, obviously, we don't think that he was cheating, cheating with, with an AI bot or a ghost. Um, not freaking Trisha Paytas. Right. But no, th- this was like very much like a sarcastic. Got it. Got it. Got it. So she said, well, I hate to rob you of running random baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by chat CT- CPT, which is like an AI software. She's really into AI She stuff. really is. You need to let the story die out and leave these innocent people alone now. And remember how she followed those three people, Eminem, Timothy, Chalamet, and Harry Styles? Yeah. Her following page is now private, so we don't know if she unfollowed Can them. Can I do that? I think so. I would love to do that because there's people I want to follow that I haven't so that they wouldn't get yeah. stalked. I had to... Keep your business to yourself. Yeah. Stop snooping. I had to private my following list on TikTok because people were finding people I didn't want them to find. What? I... I, yeah, I'm curious if you can do it on Instagram, too. Yeah. I mean, she can. I don't. Well, excuse me. I mean, am I not at the same caliber as well, Megan Fox? You both have a blue check mark. What more could you that need? That is literally all I need. All she needs. How to edit profile? Maybe. Maybe. No. All right. While well, she's you looking at that. Following. I'm going to. Should, should I keep going? Yeah, just keep. I'm in my okay. own world now. I'm just, um, <laughs> I saw a picture of my girlfriend. She's cute. Um, so the couple. Settings. Oh, my God. <laughs> secure no that's admin i took my adhd medication for once i have never done that ever in my entire life security Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. okay passwords login activity saved login info two-factor authentication i got that one emails from instagram security checkup that's not it um account personal information no, that's just my personal information. Uh, where where do you think I would find this? 
account status. That's me. I got green check marks. And oh, everyone, everyone, tell me together. Here we go. One, two, three. Settings, privacy. Set privacy. Yeah, settings. Oh, I see that. That that is a word I skipped. I read all of the other ones except that one. Uh, I love that for you. Me too. Okay. Restricted um, accounts, blocked accounts. You guys would love to see that. Accounts I follow. Um. Yeah, no, this is telling you to put your profile on private. Not a chance. Yeah, it says you have to set your account to private for this. But then how, how did, did Megan you, Fox I, do it? I don't know. Am I not at the same caliber of amazingness as Megan Fox? You for sure are. That's exactly. See, if my assistant slash best friend says it. Yeah. And podcast co-host. Then it has to be true. So we should like probably contact your manager because. Oh, he doesn't do much. Well, <laughs> and hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast. He just, gives, he just, he just, uh, he just does brand deals. Oh, true. Um, so yeah, her following list was put on private. And then the couple was also spotted leaving a marriage counseling office in California with fans speculating that Megan looked visibly emotional in the pictures. Um, and then she also squashed the rumor that MGK had cheated on her with his drummer, Sophie, who is. Very attractive. Um, and she wrote on Sophie's Instagram, <laughs> why are people so dumb? Sophie, you are insanely talented. You've now been baptized with the flames of fame. So poetic. It only gets worse from here, unfortunately. Just ignore it as much as you can. Middle fingers up. So, okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Um, also, I still am really upset that I can't block my follow list. So. I'll look into it more. Thank you. Um, we also talked last week about Joshua Bassett and how the former Disney star actor came out a year ago only to be posting Jesus Pinterest quotes. Praise be him. Uh-huh. And then he posted the video of him getting baptized by this super disgusting church who recommends all queer people go to conversion therapy. Listen, Remember I tried one? being straight. Okay. I'm going to be real with you guys. I tried being straight for 29 years. Yeah. I would not recommend. No. If you are not that. If you're, yes. you are straight, continue being straight. Do it. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Just don't, <laughs> you don't need to shove it in our kids' faces. <laughs> but if you are gay, I highly, highly recommend just being gay. Yeah. You feel better. I feel like that's some good advice. I think so too. Should we get that written on like a throw pillow? If you're gay, be gay. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. If you're straight. Only 8 out of 10 recommend being gay. Honestly, yeah. It's not as fun. No. Emotionally, you'll be validated a little bit more. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a lot of help around the house. Yeah. You're just a part of you won't feel fulfilled, which is why I recommend if you're, you're gay. Be fulfilled. Be, be fulfilled and be gay. If you're gay and actually trying to be straight. Zero out of 10. Zero out of 10. Would not recommend. <laughs> anyway. And that is my... <laughs> entire campaign against conversion therapy thank you i love it you single-handedly solved this country's problem i did mm -hmm. and i actually think i'm a better person since coming out oh i for sure am yeah like I'm, not even a joke like i'm a much better person now that i'm out <laughs> yeah so there you go there you go you heard it here first first-hand testimony anyway um so uh, he amen <laughs> He obviously got called out a lot on the internet for posting this gross church. Yes. Um, and so he came online to set the record straight. And he tweeted, I visited this church and happened to get baptized here. Like, did, like was it like a walk-in appointment? Like, you had a whole camera crew with you. 
you posted it on Twitter. You were dressed nicely. Like, you knew what you were doing. Uh, he, like, he, like, you know, he was just driving by and saw the open doors. And he was like, hey, you got time for a baptism today? Like, no, okay, yeah. you planned this. Yes. And he said, I was unaware of some of their policies and beliefs and do not endorse them. Uh, no, sorry. <clears throat> I want to get this a thousand percent correct. I was unaware of some of their policies and beliefs and do not endorse all of them. My heart is for Christ and Christ alone. And then he followed this up by him posting another video where he was standing on a church stage and he shouted into a microphone. My name is Joshua Bassett. Long story short, I grew up Christian. I ran the other way, far as I could go, in pursuit of the truth. That only ended in addiction, depression, mm, moving on to the greater good ideation, eating disorders, etc. No other teacher gave me anywhere near the peace that Jesus Christ did. I'm here to publicly declare him as my Lord and Savior. So, that's the follow-up. He doesn't support okay. conversion therapy and apparently just walked in to get baptized. So he had no idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are the facts and figures, are but they? not the fundamental rights that he is giving us. These are his facts. And his figures. And his figures. And it's not really adding Trying to take to away our fundamental rights. That's fine. That's fine. You know? That's fine. You t- whatever. Um, Before we move on. Oh, yes. Let's check to see if we have you've been you been I know rapid firing I'm through like this. Ready to go. You are. <laughs> what is this new medication? ADHD meds. Wouldn't know. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. ASMR. No, I apologize. <laughs> I hate that. I'm so sorry I subjected you to that without your consent. It Disgusting. Was rather aggressive. Okay, continue. I feel like I gotta scream more now. Oh, right. Then for our very last follow-up of the day. Jeffree Star and his transphobic self double downed <laughs> after last. <laughs> yeah, he done double downed after last week's statement. Don't double down. He double downed. Um, so last week on a podcast, he put or he said, either you're a man or woman. How can you be a they them? What the F does that mean? And then he went on to talk about how everyone is just scared to say what they're thinking and that he thinks gender neutral pronouns are ridiculous and made up in a result of the pandemic and boredom. Um, they existed before the pandemic. You're just a little stupid-headed human. Wee-hoo! I like that. Thank you. I would like that to be our new intro song. Okay. Great. Um, well, he obviously got massive quantities of hate for this, especially because he is part of the queer community um, yep. and has told people in the past that he goes by he, him, or she, her, which is, I feel like, semi-equivalent to going by they, them. Nope, because he's saying I'm either one or the other. There's no in-between. 
Got it. Yes. Um, so he decided to address the hate and went on his Instagram story to say this. This is his direct quote. I'm about to do a TikTok transformation in a little bit. I'm s- so I'm keeping my facial hair. And do you know why I have facial hair? Because I was born a male. Then he does this like super evil laugh. And he says a lot of things I've. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, continue. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm immediately just like. Yeah. Okay. He says a lot of things have been going viral on Twitter and a lot of political Instagram accounts. No, I'm not doing any more interviews, but you'll see on the next big podcast in a few weeks. And when you see who I'm collabing with and he goes, ah, yeah, um, he said, <laughs> I don't want to do his evil laugh, but just is this a video or was it? I thought this was a caption. No, this is him talking. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. And he said, I'm staring. So he, you know, I can't. He basically says, wait till you see who I'm collabing with. He's probably going to have freaking Joe Rogan or Skype in Andrew Tate or some horrible person. And then he, yeah, 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 yes. And then he says, I'm staring at all of my amazing yaks out the window. We're about to have some crazy snow. Then he flips the camera back onto his face and he says, oh, would you look at that facial hair? It's giving male. You know what this has taught me? Let me give y'all one more lesson. Don't back down. If you genuinely just feel something and it's your opinion, don't let anyone sway you. Because for some reason, I didn't think I said anything bizarre or weird or offensive. I just kept it real and said what millions of people are thinking. But they're too afraid to say because we live in a crazy culture where everyone has to tiptoe. That's what killed the beauty community. Everyone was so afraid of being canceled. They stopped having fun. End scene. Being a piece of I can't say on this podcast is fun and killed the beauty community. I think the beauty community is alive and well. L'Oreal, L'Oreal. Are you? I yeah. No, he is a bad person. Yeah, I'm not. I don't understand the connection he's trying to make between applying blush and being a bigot. And like how those two things go together and boost your views. He is saying He's a bigot and he puts on makeup. And therefore. And for some reason, y'all keep watching him. Yeah. I didn't. Stop it. I didn't realize I still followed him on Instagram until he popped up the other day. So I went and unfollowed him. I so. probably am following. I don't. Uh, I don't. I forget to people. check this stuff until they pop up. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like didn't mean to give them, you know, a following. Um, But yeah, this all just like goes no, back. No, I'm not following. Thank God. OK, good. This all just goes back to like his whole his whole spiel is. You're allowed to have an opinion and you should be able to say that opinion. I agree. You're allowed to have whatever opinion you want. It will be wrong yes. in some cases, but you're allowed to have whatever opinion you want. It's just what you should not say out loud. And like you need to Correct. do some deep introspective thinking. If you're having opinions that you know the majority of people are scared to say, clearly that means there's something wrong with it and you need to He will never look inward. No, because that's his whole thing is he loves being controversial because it's what gets him the views. But Stop watching. Yeah. That's why a lot of the time when I'm reporting on something, I say like BuzzFeed says, this network says. because She doesn't want to watch the stuff and give them the view. I don't want to give them the view. That is how you actually stop people from existing on the internet is you stop watching them. Right. And encourage your friends and family to also stop watching them. I also just I don't get what his angle is here because like the I feel like the majority of the people buy, he makes the majority of his money not off social media anymore. It's off of his makeup products, right? Stop buying the makeup products. Right. 
But like the majority of people buying those makeup products are Gen Z and millennials. And you just pissed all of us off. So like, do you really think Republicans and conservatives and transphobic people are going to buy your makeup? A man, you know, from the yeah. the conservative view, a man wearing makeup. You think they're going to buy your product? Like, I don't know. You know, these people that are like transphobic are not going to buy his product. So why are you pissing off your targeted audience? Because just just a bad person. Yeah. Just a bad person. Yeah. I don't really say I always I try and give people the benefit of the doubt a lot. Right. That and I don't like to speak negatively usually of Internet people. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can make a montage of me doing it. <laughs> but it, when I do, it's it's like they are just a, they're just that's just bad they're just hurting people it's just it's it's one too many times to be like a mistake or a fluke yeah. or like at this point like it's giving off very uneducated insecure vibes it's ignorant yeah. like you clearly just you're ignorant yeah you, know? you have a very small bubble in which you live and i'm sure everyone in your life is a yes person yeah and because you have money and fame and mm-hmm. people want that and mm-hmm. so that's just what it is. Yeah, I'm sure all of his assistants that live out there with him and all of his like managers and everyone's like, yes, go like go yeah. off because like he's making money and they don't want to get pushed out of that. Yes. And he's stuck in white. Well, he's not stuck. He chose to live in Wyoming and seclude himself. And I don't know. It's, he's too old and has too much power to be this ignorant. So it's correct. It's on purpose at this point. I will always stay by my statement of super, 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 super rich. I'm not talking people who make like if you make over five hundred million dollars, you if you have over five hundred million dollars, you're just a bad person. Yeah. And if you are actively trying to get to that amount, you're just a bad person. I feel like I will say if you're trying to hustle for that amount or you have that amount, but you're voting correctly, you're giving away your money. But I don't know. I'm like, I'm always so torn on this because if you have that amount of money, that means you're taking a certain amount away from your employees. Correct. That's why I'm saying this. Okay. I've okay. thought about it. I needed to talk this through out loud. Yes. Yeah. So it's, you are, have either done business where you are underpaying or yeah. not paying enough or whatever, or you've screwed someone over. Yeah. Um, You're not giving away enough. You're using tax loopholes. Yeah. You're like, no one needs that amount of money. No. And so to me, it's greedy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. I'm on board. I just need to talk it through. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Billionaires, I don't think are good. No. Um, and, and like I have been seeing um, because like we're allegedly about to hit a new recession. And so like Apple, Google, Twitter, all these massive companies are laying off in the thousands. I mean, we talked about this a few weeks yeah. ago. They're just laying off, laying off, laying off. But so many people have looked, if you take the CEO or like the top 10 people, if you take their salary and you bring it down to a normal amount, like let's just say you even give them $2 million a year, they yeah. could, all those people they laid off, they could pay their salaries exactly. with that money. Yeah. I think in my head also I was picturing 500000 not $500 million, And I was like, uh. no, <laughs> no, $500 million. Yeah, I'm with you now. Um, okay, so for some new news, um, Vanderbilt University just got in a ton of trouble after they sent their student body a letter regarding the Michigan State shootings, um, and they forgot to take out the tagline at the bottom of the email that said that the email was written, created, and sent by an AI program. 
Yeah. Someone's getting fired for that. Yeah. So Vanderbilt used the artificial intelligence computer program ChatGPT. You know, the one that Megan Fox also said MGK is not cheating on her with. Um, Good. And this is this is a, a a program. It's it's pretty freaking incredible, if I'm being honest. So you basically go onto the website, you type in the subject, you type in what you want, like the letter, the paragraph, the book to say, and it'll create you exactly exactly what you want. And it's really well done. My uh, the person I'm partnering with, Flip, she uses it all the time. Yeah, and I actually I'm supposed to send an email, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it doesn't sound professional enough, mm-hmm. and I think I want to throw it into this AI thing and see what it sounds like. Yeah, say like. I want to type a professional sounding letter about blah, blah, blah. And it comes up with good stuff. So like, yeah. it's, a, it's a really useful program. Yeah. But um, Vanderbilt, you know, decided that after all these students died in this shooting, that they were just mm, a little too tired and stressed to write their own yeah. letter. So yeah, they let the computer do it for them. And they were too dumb to remove the watermark at the bottom. So everyone saw that this university that makes billions of dollars of e- a year And, you know, is supposed to be here to support the community and like uplift their students. They basically just type two sentences into an AI generator and then sent that out as a mass email instead of actually having some freaking compassion. Wow. Yeah. So at the bottom of the email, it said paraphrased from OpenAI chat GPT AI language model personal communications, February 15th, 2023. (laughs) What? Wow. Uh I'm glad that was caught. I'm glad they didn't get away with that. Yeah, they got in a lot of trouble. And I read the letter just because I was really curious. And it was rather victim blamey. <gasps> it was not good. I mean, tell me, I'm going to read you a little paragraph and tell me if Ugh. I'm just being too sensitive. So it said in one of the paragraphs, it said the recent Mis- Michigan shootings are a tragic reminder of the importance of taking care of each other, particularly in the context of creating inclusive environments. As members of the Peabody campus community, we must reflect on the impact of such an event and take steps to ensure that we are doing our best to create a safe and inclusive environment for all. We must. This con- is very like, victim blaming. Okay, thank you. I was like, so basically if you had included the school shooter in like a game of Frisbee, he wouldn't have shot up the campus. No. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. It's like you as a student, we're not going to protect you, but you need to make sure you're including everyone. Yeah. So no one's mad enough to come in with a gun. That's the vibe that I was getting. That is a thousand percent the okay. vibe I got. So whatever they put into this generator, I don't know what they were thinking. They clearly didn't read through it. They clearly didn't look at the watermark at the bottom. Like, they, this was a big mess up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they've already had a couple statements come forward from, um, you know, like the president and, you know, whatever, basically being like, oh, we're so sorry. We we didn't review this beforehand. This was by someone random that we hired. You know, they're always just going to blame it on yeah, someone yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but when yeah. that letter should have been written by the dean or the president. Correct. Yes. And like very heartfelt. And yes, not blaming people for not inviting the shooter to the school lunch table yeah you know um all right in lighter news before we move on we're gonna check <laughs> one more time to see if we're a sponsor for today and change the battery on our camera sponsor sponsor and we're back all right all right what have you been anxiously wanting to get to em <laughs> all right so in some lighter news rebel wilson got engaged to ramona um within the are they coming in I don't know what's going on. Something's going on outside. It's fine. Um, so within the last year, Rebel has come out. Yes. Introduced us to her girlfriend. Uh, forced to come out. 
Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Forced to come out. Forgot about that. Yep. Okay. So Rebel Wilson was forced to come out, introduced us to her girlfriend. I think started like a fashion company with her girlfriend. Fantastic. Um, and then now is engaged to be married. Uh, so she proposed to Disney World with a Tiffany's ring. And if you remember a few months back, Rebel wrote on Instagram when she was introducing her girlfriend. I met my Disney princess. Yeah. And okay. so like it's very full circle. The very Disney adulty. <sighs> yeah. It's giving that vibe. No. Um, happy for her happy for her um so also okay i want to talk about this trend real quick and see because i know our for you pages are very different on tiktok yes um mine i don't know what's on it haven't looked <laughs> well then maybe you wouldn't have heard about this even if it was i have posted some funny tiktok lately lately though you ha- yeah yep yeah but it, it is i have posted some funny tiktoks lately though and her handle is miss our baller one one um so apparently there's a new TikTok trend going around called the FUPA challenge, which the name does not make sense to me. Front and upper p- area. Is that what that means? FUPA, front upper p- area. <gasps> I always thought it was a, a shortened, like, uh, for front butt. I don't know. Okay. Wow. My mind is blown. Yeah, it's this part right here. Right, right there. Wow. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> This just blew my mind. Okay. Um, well, the name doesn't make sense to me. So basically, it was this trend was started by a TikToker Amy Andrews from Texas. And according to BuzzFeed News in the video, you can see her standing in the shadow of her bathroom, like as a shadow in the bathroom of her uh, five, six, seven, eight. You can see her shadow standing in her bathroom doorway. Um, and in the background on the edge of the bathtub, there's a collection of sex toys. And for a split second, you can see what looks like the side profile of her exposed boob. Um, and th- BuzzFeed said, because I didn't watch it, though it's difficult to discern because of lighting, she adjusts the strap on her top and comes into light fully clothed. And so for some reason, this type of like very cheeky raunchy tiktok has become a trend now and it's called the fupa challenge and it's basically you're finding ways to beat the platform's moderation system and so you're like showing a little flash of your butt or showing a little flash of your boob or showing like what yeah what teenage boy Mm -hmm. thought this part up they're like how do we Get women to, to expose themselves. Yes, make it a challenge. Right. Except it was started by like a, a woman our age. I'm so confused. Yeah. So apparently this is like. So this is not popped up on my For You page. Mine neither. I'm, so, don't, I'm not watching thirst traps and whatnot. No. But apparently it's so bad. The, the BuzzFeed team that was writing this article said within a minute and 17 seconds of opening up TikTok, like from someone new, like one of their interns or something, yeah. they had already seen two of them. So like, I don't, maybe my TikTok is like, mm, you're too old for that kind of nonsense. But like, yeah, I think mine's like, you just like to laugh. Yeah. You don't need to watch. I don't need to traps. watch. You're, they're like, here's your dog of the day. Right. Yeah. And your giggle of the day. And you're done. Sorry, please. Um, Yeah. So BuzzFeed says the the types of videos that are under the hashtag FUPA challenge, which got taken down. So now it's like hashtag. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. Go look up something else. But basically under the hashtag where this is trending, um, the videos include ones in which people flash the camera from a distance. 
Uh, their body parts are partly obscured by a door or, or they'll peek a nipple around the corner. That's just a funny sentence to me. Just <laughs> like, swoop. You know when like you were like, did you ever serve in a restaurant like as a waitress? No, I was a hostess. Okay, as well, you, you would know then. You know when you come around a corner, you have to say corner. Yeah. So you don't, all I just picture is like a nipple coming around a corner. Corner. <laughs> um, so they're like, uh, BuzzFeed says they're using a variety of blink and you'll miss it techniques that manage to get around the platform's moderation system. You know, if you guys want to show your body parts, you can you can go to OnlyFans. A lot of people are using this trend to promote their OnlyFans. Got it. But my question is, if this is becoming super something super trendy on TikTok, like how long is it before the kids start doing it and not realizing like how dangerous that is? Yeah, of course. You know? So they already shut down the hashtag, but there's all, a new one that just popped up and there's already 11 million views underneath it. So it's like, okay, it's just, oh, just, it's weird. Like, I don't, go find something else. I mean, that's what people want to do. They, they can show their bodies if they want. I'm just worried that a 12 year old is going to try yeah. and do it. And then that's not fun for anybody. Yeah. And then the whole platform's getting shut down. Correct. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, how are we doing on? Uh, we got, uh, we're at minute. Hold on. Oh, 43. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, This isn't exactly newsworthy, but I was dying. Then here, let's put it on this news channel. Yes. Um, I was dying when I read this article, so I wanted to share because, I, I mean, it technically has to do with the internet because it's a mommy Facebook group, but I needed... Emily, just tell us what it is. I needed it. Okay. Um, So we all know mommy Facebook groups. You can get advice. You can share stories. You can yeah. get validation. But also on mommy Facebook groups, they're notorious for like judgment. And yes. People posting weird things. Yes. So someone from the BuzzFeed team infiltrated one of these mommy Facebook groups because a lot of times you have to like prove yourself to get yeah. in so that pedophiles aren't getting in. Um, And they decided to post all the super ridiculously cringy things that they saw written in just one day on this uh, like massive Facebook group. And so <clears throat> are you prepared? No. Are we about to not. judge the judges? Um, we're about to judge the judges. Okay. Yes. I don't, I don't mommy shame. I don't parent shame ever. No. Because, oh my God. Don't, just don't hurt your children. This is the exception. Yeah. Okay. All right. So someone put, believe it or not, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of poop. It is minimally toxic. We actually use small amounts periodically in our kids' diets. As we have read, it makes their immune system stronger. Kind of like eating dirt or putting a pacifier back in a baby's mouth when it's fallen on the floor. We use about a tablespoon and add it to the chili. The kids have no clue. They're feeding their children poop? A tablespoon. And their chili. And their chili. One, how bad is your cooking that no one would notice that there is actual feces <laughs> in it? But two, you know you can die from ingesting mm-hmm. poop? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a little poop. There is something there wrong is. with a little poop. That's the how a lot of people of died. Ferris wheels died by from ingesting poop. A lot of people died this way. This is how you die is by the poops. Mm-hmm. A lot of these posts are people putting things and things they should not. So someone else said, my husband says I'm gross for making cookies for my coworkers with my breast milk. I think it's healthy and a good way to keep COVID out of the workplace. Nope. Nope. That's you can't. You should not unconsentingly give someone your breast milk unless they're a baby. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. that's a no. Another mom put uh, a recipe for urine popsicles. Why would you why would you make a urine popsicle? She said, uh, I've been adding half an ounce of my urine to lemonade and making it into popsicles for my daughter. She doesn't seem to notice and I can see the benefits already. She's the best student in her Spanish class. Wait, what are the benefits? She's the best student in her Spanish what, class. What is the benefit of drinking urine? Why would you why would you drink urine? I'm very confused. 
about why people want to drink the, and eat the poops and drink the urines. She says when daughter's name retracted, grades start to skyrocket and the improvement in her cognitive abilities is undeniable. I will let them know. Uh, so if you want to get better at Spanish, slurp on up. Mm-hmm. I, these have to be jokes. They ha- like they There's have no to way be. that these are real. There's but, no way. But people are commenting underneath them and like actually like either agreeing or like having a discussion. Like these are not getting removed and people aren't like. I don't know. I, 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 my body won't let me believe that that's yeah. true. We're going to say this is a satire mommy Facebook group because it seems satirical. Yes. Um, all right. You ready for some good news? Was that the only, was that it? Um, yeah, I mean, someone else said, uh, someone else said, I'm almost seven months pregnant with our first child, a little girl. I've been fighting with my husband because he doesn't like the name I've picked out. I wanted to name her Tinderly because we met on Tinder a little over a year ago. This site helped me find my true love, and I think the name is perfect. My husband thinks it's embarrassing. Uh, mommy. You can name your children what, they, what you want. Hopefully she's tender. She's tender. She's a little tendy. So bad. A little chicken tendy. (gasps) That's what I want to name my child. (laughs) All right. Hit me with some good news. All right. So this one, uh, we'll start with some shorts and then I'll get into my favorite one. So two rare tiger cubs were born at the United Kingdom Zoo. They are Sumatran tigers. And they're currently on the critically endangered list. And so ahead of the birth, the zookeepers actually set up secret cameras, which they had to hide pretty well because the tigers are smart. And they kept when like, I guess it was because it was a weird object was in their enclosure. Yeah. They kept like shying away from it. So they had to come up with this whole plan to hide it. Um, And they've been watching her and monitoring the family. And they said uh, that the tiger is a great mom and she's being very attentive to her new infants, keeping them snuggled in the den and feeding them every few hours. Um, and this is like really important because there's only 350 Sumatran tigers in the wild anymore. Okay. And so this was like really good for conservation efforts. And all right, really excited about it. Yeah, little baby. Yeah, two of them. Two little babies. Yeah. Um, a children's hospital in Colorado just launched a program back in 2021, but the season has begun, which is why it's brought up now. Um, where volunteers can sign up to receive a drawing from a patient, so a, a, a child. Uh, like a sick child of their version of a perfect snowman. And then once they receive that drawing, they can uh, go outside of the the child's hospital window and they will create that snowman for them based on their drawing. That's adorable. It was freaking cute. That's freaking adorable. Yeah. So you can uh, sign up online if you happen to be in the Denver area. You can sign up to do that. That's cute. Um, Michael Jordan donated $10 million to make a wish for his 60th birthday, setting the record for the biggest single donation in history. I love that. Congratulations. Yes. Um, 65 year old Diane Gordon, uh, had been walking the 2.7 miles to and from her job at a deli counter every day since her Jeep broke down a few years ago and she didn't have enough money to fix it. And then one day she decided to stop at a gas station on her walk to work and she noticed that there was a plastic bag on the counter and inside, like on the client's side of the counter, not behind the counter. Um, and inside there was a lot of money and it turned out to be $15,000 to be exact. crap. Yeah. Um, and she figured out really quickly from the cards that were also in the bag that this was guest money from a wedding. So someone must have collected all the guest gifts oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then left this bag at the gas station. Um, and so she said that she turned she turned it into the police and that she was doing what she was taught to do. Um, and she said, I didn't do anything special. All I did was return something that didn't belong to me. And the police chief that actually handled this situation 
his wife heard about this whole story because he went home and told her. And so she ended up setting up, setting up a GoFundMe for Diane. And in just six days, it raised four times as much money. And it, they closed it out at $82,000. Holy, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And so she used that money to buy a new car. So she no longer has to work anymore. Um, and she also used the money to buy extended warranty, maintenance, insurance, plates, and tabs. So she got a car. Yeah. Good for her. Yep. Cars are expensive. I'm glad she got that car. Yep. All right. This was this is the last story of the day. Really cool. Okay. Okay. Stick stick with me with this one. Okay. All right. So there is a wife of a World War II soldier who spent decades trying to track down a Japanese family to reunite them with a photo album that her husband found on the beach when they were invading Japan. So his boat launched on uh where was it Okinawa? I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Okay. Okinawa. Oh, don't ask me. Okay. So uh, in 1945, uh, his ship from the U.S. Navy uh, docked on the beach. And, you know, they were going into Japan to invade during World War II. And among the rubble, he was kind of just, I like to picture him just kind of puttering around on the beach. Yeah, of course. Everyone else is like, you know, invading the town. And, and he's like, la, 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 la. His ADHD got the best of him. He's like looking for shells. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, sea glass. Yeah. And among the rubble, he ended up seeing this big black book and picked it up. And it happened to be a family's photo album. Okay. Really freaking cool. And so he decided that he needed to keep it safe. So he ended up bringing it back to the States with him, tucked it away in his little memorabilia chest, never told anyone about it. And then when he passed away in 2012, yeah, his youngest son, Ken, found the album when he was sorting through his things. So um, the original soldier, his name is Duke. How did they know that he found it in the rubble if they don't, if he never told anybody about it? That's a good question. Okay, because in like my head, I'm like, did he invade and steal it from a house? Oh. And his, par- his kids are just making up. Or- oh, sorry. No, I do have the answer to this question. Um, it was a really long article, but I was like really invested into it. Um, they met up with one of his old uh, baton, battalion, what's it called? War buddies. War buddies who ended up saying that he was there with him. And when okay, all this okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, and so Duke's wife, Carolyn, um, and her son searched for the owners of the album for, even though it had been over 50 years since it was found, they were determined to find this family. Yeah. So she told Good News Network, my youngest son and his Chinese friend, however, started the search with enthusiasm. Chinese and Japanese are close enough linguistically that she could translate a few things for me, and she was also willing to make phone calls, most of which were never returned. She went on to say that through connections, basically friends of friends, she found, eventually found someone that spoke fluent Japanese and was able to translate a couple of pages because there was like written yeah, stuff yeah. in the photo album. Um, and she said, while visiting my son in California, I was working on the album outside uh, because it was like covered in mildew because it was so old. Uh, and for the first time, saw faded Japanese characters scribbled on the back of one of the pages. And it was a name and address, which was the first clue that set them off. So then they made copies of the pictures, posted them online. They were trying to get them to go viral, you know, trying yeah. to spread the word. Um, and eventually someone, one of the photos was of, I'm assuming one of the kids in the family. He was like posing with a soccer team. Isn't that like so wild to think about back in 1945, yeah. like during war? There's yeah. like soccer teams, you know? Um, and someone online recognized the logo of the soccer team and said that soccer team was back in this neighborhood when I was young. And like, this is the neighborhood that that kid probably lived in. And so basically it was just like step after step after step. Finally, they tracked down the family. Um, and a news reporter from Portland Monthly actually boarded a plane to Okinawa where she returned the album seven decades after it had been lost from the family. Wow. Isn't that really cool? Yeah, I'm glad so, I got returned. That's yeah, cool. Power of the internet. 
I freaking love it. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that was a that was a good segment. I appreciated it. I'm sorry my meds kicked in so strongly. <laughs> it's okay. We got it done. I mean, <laughs> that's fine. I was trying to go on tangents, but oh, no, we got to do a podcast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening and watching. If you ever have us, nope. If you ever want us to cover something, please let Emily know. Um, if you want us to correct something, please let Emily know. I'm kind of worthless here. Uh, I love you guys so much. Make sure to subscribe and follow. If you get to 100,000, my mom will do a guest episode. Yay! I love you guys. Blaze, thank you. You're beneficial as always. Uh, you're wonderful and beautiful. Bye! Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hi, listeners. This is Amy from the production team at Realm. Remember the royal wedding? Kind of hard to forget with all those hats, right? Well, what if there was a story about everyone else at the wedding? The maids, the bodyguards, the hat makers? All that royal wedding magic doesn't come from nowhere, but these other characters don't get enough time in the spotlight, in our humble opinion. So, we created a different type of royal wedding show, perfect for fans of Love Actually. Think vignettes. All of London is abuzz with anticipation of the royal wedding, from the New York paparazzi flown in to catch the money shots, to the maids at Buckingham Palace and every one of them has their own chance at true love. But when the princess bride and her maid of honor go missing, will love prevail? Royally Yours is a fun, flirty, and romantic show that intertwines five love stories that will sweep you off your feet. Be sure to listen and subscribe to Royally Yours wherever you get your podcasts, or learn more at realm.fm.